Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. I'm sitting here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. And Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Uh, so we have a, a great podcast ahead of us, um, but before we hop into it, just want a little house cleaning. Uh, it's also, this will be, you know, uh, it, it seems sad to say, but it's the last Must Your Music podcast. Um, it is it's, sad to say. You know, all good things must come to an end. Uh, life is change. There's no way of getting around that. Nothing lasts forever, yada, yada, et cetera. Um, no, but in all seriousness, uh, Billboard, we're uh, kind of revamping and reimagining a lot of our podcasts. So Jason uh, does this wonderful first stream every Friday, which oh, yeah. maybe you've seen on Billboard.com. Uh, and that is going to kind of evolve into its own yeah, uh, we very exciting I, I, I can't podcast. really speak too much, but basically uh, there's going to be a new... Uh, incarnation of like a new music Friday show coming uh, that's going to be an extension of uh, our weekly new music roundup called First Dream that goes up every Friday on Billboard.com. Um, so we're really excited about that uh, at Billboard and uh, it's it's one of those things where uh, we love our listeners um, and we just want to better serve them in terms of just like people who are interested in being up on the newest music, so I, I think uh, Billboard, as Joe said, is kind of revamping and rethinking some of those things. Um, unfortunately, one of the byproducts of that is that this show in its current incarnation is coming to a close, but it's certainly not... It's, it's been five years, though. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's yeah. sad in a way, but it's also like five years is a good it's run. Lasted, like things, yeah. things can't time. last forever. I literally left the company and came back. And you just left the company and came back and this music. podcast was still going on. I mean, yeah. It, uh, this podcast has been here for as long as I've been at Billboard. It's all I know. I thought you were going to say alive. <laughs> also that. <laughs> Basically. Five-year-old I mean, Lindsay Havens. Yeah. Yes. We started out on SoundCloud. So I know. Podomatic. We're on Acast now. Little, yeah. Those are just some behind-the-scenes terms. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was wondering. Everyone, Everyone so wanted thrilled. to know. Uh, but yeah, and you know, you know, we're doing other podcasts. Uh, I'm probably going to be uh, co-hosting a different one. We're starting up in yeah. the upcoming weeks. What? Uh, Lindsay, your voice is going to be gracing some of the podcasts. Yes, so I let my voice. If you need to hear these voices, they'll be around. Um, exciting things coming up. And, uh, you know, the closing of a chapter. But might as well send it off in style. And by Absolutely. in style, I mean... Pretty much just doing the same thing we do every time. Nothing really all yeah, that special. Right. 
Uh, so, but yeah, actually, before we hop into it, though, so uh, uh, quick life update. So, uh, Billboard's inaugural Pride Summit ah. yeah. last week was Yay. fucking awesome, which was was so fantastic. So, we've it's our second annual Pride issue yep. uh, this year, which the cover stars were Haley Kyoko, Adam Lambert, Tegan Quinn of Tegan and Sarah, Isle of McConan, and Big Frida. And um, so then this was our first annual Pride Summit, which was a meeting of uh, LGBTQ executives and artists uh, in Los Angeles for a day of programming. The panels were um, – there was a headliners panel. There was the cast of Pose was there, which was incredible because I adored that show. Um, we had an emerging artist one, a songwriters panel that uh, I moderated, which was sure did. really, really fun. Uh, it was Justin Tranter. Uh, Teddy Geiger, Victoria Monet, and Shane McAnally, who have all written some huge Hot 100 hits and several, many number ones, actually, amongst all of them. Um, but And you were there, Jason. Uh, was, what did you think yeah. about it? You enjoyed Honestly, the— Honestly, uh... it, was, it was such a cool uh, kind of coming together uh, from so many different voices— Within the music industry and outside of the music industry, and and unfortunately, it, it sucks. I didn't get to see your panel, um, what? Wow. which really sucks what because a, I was stationed in the green room. <laughs> yeah, that's Joe the flew you I, out yeah, himself. The, right? re, yeah. the reason I didn't see it is because yeah, I didn't want to support you. Obviously, I get that. Um, yeah. No, but I so I got tied up and I regrettably missed it. Um, I obviously heard great things about it, but it was also cool because I was stationed in the green room. It was just cool, like seeing you hang with Justin Tranter and Teddy Geiger and Victoria Monet. Mm. Like, these are like some of the biggest songwriters in all of music, and they were just like yeah. hanging out and and talking about you know important issues. Uh, that was really cool. I mean, it was obviously uh, kudos to the the team uh, behind programming this event uh, and pulling this all together because I know it was not easy, uh, and and also just uh, kudos to to you guys, like you and and our colleague Stephen Daw. And yeah. Nolan Feeney and uh, Ian Drew and, and Alexis, Alexis Fish, Fish, who's our and... Pride VP. She did a fantastic job yeah, pulling all I, this I together. Mean, just and I'm just naming the moderators right. of the panels, or at least a, a handful of the moderators. But everyone did such a tremendous job of, you know, not only uh, presenting different issues, but but also keeping it fun. Like it was a really fun mm-hmm. event. Stevens uh, drag drag queen roundtable was hilarious. It was <laughs> remarkable. Yes. Um, yeah, man. I mean, congrats. And, and uh, if you haven't, uh, also a quick plug, if you haven't seen some of this stuff, please go to billware.com. Uh, check out everything from, from the Pride Summit because it really is worth your time. Yes, it was fantastic. Um, and uh, yeah, and Lindsay, you cool. just didn't care. You were like, you know what? Not totally. interested. Yeah. I'm out of here. Bye. Totally checked out. Didn't even know what happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Sounds amazing, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's let's do ostensibly what we're here for, which is to talk about new music. Um, I'm trying to think what's a good starter. I I think we have to go with Taylor or Miley. Sure. I mean that I was it was mm. waffling. Let's let's do uh let's do Taylor. Yeah. So we have new Taylor Swift song uh that came out uh today Lover. It is the title track of her new album, Lover. Um I am this is I think the fourth song we've heard from it. Yes. Yeah. I am and listen, I've liked, I've actually really liked all of what we've heard so far, although I have, you know, I'm not saying I'm in love with all the songs. I'm You're not, not a in lover. lover of all these <laughs> yeah. songs, but I'm into them in their different ways. Uh-huh. Um, I am so, so happy with this song. I mean, I, I mean, I love Taylor, but also like when I heard the name of the album was Lover, I was kind of like, 
it seems like a little too on the nose for her. Yeah. Like a little, it's just such a like general, like all too, almost a too expansive term. Um, but this is like the detailed Taylor Swift lyricist that like I fell in love with on the first place from like her second album. I admittedly was not really aware of her first album when it came out. Um, like there's just so many like wonderful turns of phrase. Um, there's a, a part where she says with every guitar string scar on my hand, I take this magnetic force of a man to be my lover. Like those are just like you you hear that and you can like see it. You see her fingers, you see her with this guy. Um, it, you know, it's like it's poetic. It brings it to you. You can immediately picture it. Um, and then, you know, like cute wordplay, like she's talking about them getting together with kind of like uh, playing off the wedding thing. She's saying uh, my heart's been borrowed. Yours has been blue. Um, it's, you know, fun little quirky thing there. Uh, and then, you know, it's just like the subdued piano. It's nice, but she's still kind of doing the like uh, the high harmony oohs and ahs that mm-hmm. is kind of a hallmark of her pop era. It's just a nice combination of kind of like. Old Taylor songcraft and songwriting and kind of this more, uh, I guess, you know, like more immaculate sound that she's been working on the last few albums. But also this is like the most lo-fi sounding recording, especially compared to the other singles that she's released, I think. Yeah, I mean, definitely compared to like You Need to Calm Down. Yeah, um, which was interesting. But Dan and I were saying like, I think that's what the song needed based on the lyrical content and the message. Wait, you were talking about this with Dan Sure was. Wow. I always forget that Dan, that Taylor Swift that Dan is on here. Dan's radar. Yeah, one, that Dan <laughs> exists. Um, Shout out to news director of Billboard. <laughs> yeah. you, just, you know, you don't peg him as a Swifty. And then when he starts like talking about Taylor, I'm like, oh, yeah, you actually do. He has listen. thoughts. He has thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quick aside, uh, I, so I went to a Broadway show last night. And, what? Ooh, uh, what was it? Uh, the Jake Gyllenhaal one, Seawall A Life. Oh, I actually really want to see that. Very, very good. Uh, yeah. When I got out of the theater, Same. I had... Four, I believe, text messages from Dan, all about Applebee's and their endless fries. So shout hmm. out to Dan. Yikes! Um, that doesn't sound appealing. That's honestly. so weird, though, because Dan and I were at a, we were at um, Turks Inn, yeah. so he must have been texting you during our fine dining experience. I did. I did think I was like, didn't didn't you go out with Lindsay tonight, Dan? Anyway. Um, wow, so rude. Uh, back to Taylor. Um, <laughs> so, uh, to jump in, I'm sorry to preemptively. You guys were talking. Yeah, were no, it's fine. Dan, he's a Swifty. Uh, I, I I love this song a lot. Um, I think what you really hit the nail on the head, Joe, when you said that it it's it evokes her old material, but it's not a country song. Like it's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it evokes her old material because um, she is such a skilled songwriter and. The first few Taylor albums were so detailed in uh, lyrically, and she's moved away from that a little bit. Yeah, uh, you listen to a song like me, and she she's just mm. not focused on that whatsoever. Yeah, it's uh, very maximalist. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, sound and lyrics. But I but I think that the, that part of her hasn't gone away, even though she mm-hmm. hasn't focused wholly on that anymore. Um, it's gr- a great reminder, and and you know she wrote the song solo. Uh, and then she co-produced it with Jack Antonoff. Like, I think it's very, like you said, minimal. It uh, doesn't really get in the way of her voice or of her words. And I, I think it's, you know, those are still great things to have front and center. Yeah. It feels like a good um, partner to New Year's Day. I kind of, yeah, I, it kind of reminded me of New Year's Day in my head, too. 
<laughs> Sorry, a fly flew into yeah, my it was, drink. Okay, yeah. There's, I didn't know what you were doing. I, I see the that. fly now, like, but when you were like, yeah, it seemed like you were doing an incantation over yeah, your well, sort of also creating that, a potion. Also that. And I was sort of like, what the hell? Yeah. You can't bring me anywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Without something occult happening. Or obviously. Um, but yes, this does seem like a very good partner or like a chapter two to New Year's mm-hmm. Day. Yeah. Also, is she living with Joe? I had to write this down, so I remember to ask this very important question. I, I'm not living with her, now. Well, that's a bummer for you, but what about her boyfriend? Oh, that guy. Um, Joe, Al- I, I don't know. I honestly, There's so many lyrics that speak to like a shared home and like their living kind of room. Sounds, and... It does kind of sound like that. I have to say, you know, as much as I, I really do like her, I kind of— You don't care. I, I do tune, tune out the personal stuff. I don't— like almost because it's talked about so much, it it's like annoying at this point. Like I feel like her personal stuff isn't talked about by the, with, like, with this about, relationship. Like, but with like the tabloids, I mean, like there's just like I guess. Yeah, and I don't mean annoying on her part. Like she doesn't. talk Yeah, about she's it. actually I mean, like, like pretty. People good are so about obsessed it. with it that I'm just kind of like I don't whatever. Don't like care. it's fine. I just want the music to be good. Fair. <laughs> Joe's tabloid headline: Taylor Swift, Joe Alwyn. It's fine. Let's let's move. Let's on. focus on the music. Let's exactly. Um, okay. But yeah, whatever. So to answer your question, I have no idea. Don't know, don't care. Yeah, exactly. Don't know, don't care. Uh, let's listen to it. Taylor Swift, "Lover," uh, title track from her upcoming album. All right, that was new Taylor. Uh, let's do a, uh, a lip shuts pick. Heyo! Let's hit hit up the yes. uh, the Miley, new Miley. Miley Cyrus, "Slide Away." I love this song. Yeah, so um, "Slide Away," great new Miley Cyrus song. Obviously, the the sad news is that uh, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth, uh, their marriage is ending, uh, and uh, was announced last week, uh, and. Um, Basically, this is kind of a reaction to that in the same way Lindsay and I were talking about it earlier today in a, in a similar way that Ariana kind of immediately or semi-immediately put out a song called Thank You Next, which is number mm-hmm. one after her relationship with Pete Davidson ended. Um, and so basically the the chain of events was, and I'm sure if you're listening to this, you already know, Miley Cyrus and Liam break up. A couple days later, Miley Cyrus posts a photo of herself in the studio. A couple days later... Here we have a slide away. Um, I think that... It feels like so orchestrated, whether or not yeah. it is. It's just, it's insane. Um, you know, I I think that Miley, it's interesting. I think that Miley has had uh, just professionally a, a very promising year. Uh, I really liked the She Is Coming EP. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about, we talked about that. I love that yeah, EP. Um, I think we talked about Father's Daughter, or no. Mother's Daughter. Mother's Daughter. Whatever. Yeah. Mother's Daughter. And, and Catitude. And Catitude. We talked about, yeah. Oh, about, yeah, we talked about Catitude, which I'm is, big into, I still uh, hate. Um, big into so Catitude. Good. But also, like, uh, the Black Mirror stuff, Ashley O, right. On a Roll is the jam oh, of 2019. Uh, and... Yeah, so you know, uh the the one missing link uh of this is is like a hit single. Even though sure. I've enjoyed Mother's Daughter uh and On a Roll and she's kind of diversified her brand and has played some shows, uh she hasn't really had that kind of radio presence with this rollout. Um 
and which is fine, but I, I do wonder if this is the one to kind of impact that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she hasn't had it. It's been, it's funny, it's been a minute since she's had a hit. Nothing Breaks Like a Heart was like, but it was I like a I still don't understand how that wasn't decent. bigger. I yeah, know. right? I love what that song. What a love great song. song. What a great song. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a pretty big hit. It was a, yeah, it was it was a huge hit overseas. You were playing that song, and then I came in an hour later, and you'd switch to Brian McKnight. Yeah, that's true. Just I want everybody to know that. Yeah. yeah. That was Wednesday. That you was, must uh, have been very sad. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing breaks like a heart and then back at one. <laughs> uh, anyway, great song. Uh, I think that it's it's really sad. Like, this is a really sad song in the, in the sense of, like, those hoping for, like, juicy details are going to be disappointed because this song is basically, like, we're not 17 anymore, which is the age where they met. Yeah. Uh, we've drifted apart. We need to, you know, this hurts, but it's the reality. Like, that's a... It's kind of devastating, and but it's also something that's that's familiar to you know anyone who's been in a relationship where you're with someone for a long time and you change as people and and drift apart. So it's just you know in the same and while the context is very tabloidy, mm-hmm. um, the song itself is is just really sad and and really good and really effective. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this song. Um, like you said, we were talking earlier about it. See? <laughs> the fly entered my cup for a <laughs> millisecond. It's a thirsty fly. Um, this is what the people, the listeners are going to miss. Obviously. Right. Our, our fun banter. The Where's the fly now? They yeah. wondered while listening. <laughs> um, Give this fly an Instagram account. Honestly. Yes. Um, what we were, Jason and I were talking about earlier is like this concept, which I, I love. You came up with the term tabloid pop. Yeah, which I, yeah, I like stand so strongly behind and I really want to write about this now because I think Ariana started it where like you have more of an ability now to record music in real time and put it out faster mm-hmm. than ever. And you we're seeing people take advantage of that when something is happening, like the new no comment is like, wait for the song. Yeah. Um, like Miley hasn't even put out a statement yet, you know, but like here she is with this she single an Instagram you know oh what? sure, sure, but nothing being like on a mountain and things change, and the mountain used to be underwater, and now it's above water. And okay, fine. <laughs> There's no like PR stance sure. on it um, yeah. because I think this is more effective right. totally. and has a bigger impact. Um, and I was like, even Halsey kind of did this when she put out "Without Me" about Jeezy. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is something going on there that I'm fascinated by. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I said three's a trend, so I can officially write about this now. Mm-hmm. Yay. That's the rule. Yay. Um, but yeah, I, I love this song. I'm actually curious to see if it will be on the EP. Something tells me. Right. It, it, I mean, obviously, it, could, it either will or it won't be. If it, if it, <laughs> those are our options. Um, so wait, what you're saying is, is it could be on it, but then right. it could also not be on it. Exactly. Huh. You know, okay, that's some good insight. Really scoop. have to think about it. Yeah. I know. I just got I that information. Are gonna find that kind of information. Sources say. <laughs> I just, I'm curious to know, and we probably never will, if she's now rewriting any part of the second album. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have no idea. Me neither. But, I'm just uh, throwing that out there. I, I will have to say, um, yeah, I, I agree with you guys that I love it. And the the one thing that it, it kind, of, it's so like the thing is, it's very like you know, we talk about. Um, which, you know, correctly that how people can kind of react in real time releasing music. I'm just impressed how like like consummate this sound is. Like towards the end, there's these like really gorgeous mm-hmm. um, swirls of kind of like sentimental strings that kind of like bring to mind like the Verve and like indie yeah. rock in the late 90s. Um, 
And you, but it's it's not like it's not just that they were like tacked on. Like the whole thing sounds like super uh, plotted out and just very well produced. Um, the song craft is incredible. Part of me thinks like, and you know, again, this is just guessing. I have absolutely no idea. Part mm-hmm. of me is like, you know, was this a song that she was even when they were together that she was kind that of working had. on? Yeah, kind of with that you know thought in mind. Like, oh, things are crumbling too. a little bit, and you know, who knows where it'll end up. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if you know if this song in some way preceded the actual breakup, um, and you know, which is a totally normal thing. You know, before people break up, it's not like you wake up one day and you're like, you just do "That's it. it, we're done." It's, yeah. You know, you usually there's a you know a few weeks, if not months, leading up to it. Especially mm-hmm. you know she's been on and off with this guy for ten years. Like, right. I'm sure the thought the seed was planted before, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that doesn't take away. I mean, the emotional impact of this is kind of just like harrowing, but it's also just a beautiful. Uh, wonderful song. Yeah. So let's listen to some of it. Uh, yes, Miley Cyrus, Slide Away. All right, that was New Miley. Uh, Lindsay, let's talk about Slater Kinney. Song is Reach Out from their new album, The Center Won't Hold. And you actually interviewed uh, two of them, right? Or I guess the remaining band at this point. Yeah. Uh, And so, great piece on Billboard.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jason, you edited it. Sure I did. did. Great, great writing, great editing. Wow. And great reading. Did you read read it and think, "That's, that's great editing right there? Editing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that was my first. Because he saw the byline, he was like, "This clearly needed great editing." Right. Yeah. Oh, that's how. That's how the thought process goes. <laughs> you know, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah dragging yourself. Yes, of it. course. But so, anyways, better so you, me than anyone else. Uh, so Slater Kinney, uh, you know, well, just talk about. Yeah. This all right. Say, I got, say I got what this. You think about yeah. This. Yeah. Um, well, produced so, by our fave. Oh my gosh, Saint Vincent, Annie Clark. Um, it's the same person for anyone <laughs> unaware. Um, yeah, she produced this album, and there are definitely some songs where you can very much hear her influence. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it comes out the most on the features here. It just sounds super, obviously, futuristic and very synth-heavy. Um, it's easy to imagine that falling somewhere on a St. Vincent album. But, yeah, it's, their, it's Slater Kinney's ninth album called The Center Won't Hold. And I guess about a month um, after they had announced it, Janet Weiss, the longtime drummer of 24 years, announced that she was leaving the band, um, which, you know, from everything I've heard was a, a total surprise to Carrie and Corin. Um, they had announced a tour tour already. Everything was sort of pre-planned to go as usual. Um, but in her, I guess her Instagram statement, she said that they were going in a new direction. Mm-hmm. Which and she's not crazy about the new, like, creative yeah, differences. Exactly. Um, and, and who knows if... If that's that, that's totally fine and fair, and you have to respect it. I love this album. Okay. And I also think one of, like, my favorite parts of the conversation that we had is when I did bring this up. You know, this album still has her on it. Yeah. So, like, it's a beautiful parting gift in a way. Like, this album is still very much a Slater-Kinney album as people know and love them. Obviously, it sounds different. They're moving a bit forward with their sound, which I think any band that has been around for a while, let alone 25 years, should be doing. Um, but they were, they were just saying that, you know, when it comes out, they're hoping people will stop focusing so much on the fact that Janet left and what does that mean? And just 
listen to the album and take it as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally, with the, like, evolution of the band, I mean, that's, like, an absolute necessity. And, you know, yeah. this is nothing new for them. Like, when, you know, Call the Doctor was a great album in the mid-'90s, we, you know, it's a very raw Riot Girl release, mm-hmm. and yep. which was very different from what they then did on, like, the Hot Rock. And then with The yeah. Woods, they went in this total, like, Zeppelin-esque yep. uh, direction. Maybe my favorite record of theirs. I mean, like, The Fox is just, like, It's so killer. good. Like, every time yep. it, like, sends chills down like my spine when she's, like, howling. Uh, and, yeah, and then when they came back with No Cities to Love, they had, I, I guess... I don't know if they broke up or hiatus, whatever, but... They broke Yeah, they broke up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they came back, and, like, that was an incredible record. And, you know, also, it sounded like Slater, but didn't sound like things they'd done before. So this is yet another creative leap forward. Yeah. Um, I have to say, and I have not listened to the full album, so I really... This is a, a very knee-jerk reaction, but mm-hmm. from the few so- songs I've heard... I don't love everything, definitely. The one you picked, Reach Out, I do like I a lot. I love this song. Yeah, it sounds um, awesome. This one's great. It has some of the, like electronic elements a little bit you mentioned i can sort of see why like janet weiss would maybe be put off by the kind of new sound because sure whereas before their drumming was like really um you know kind of robust and organic like the sound on this it's like a very 80s drum sound it's kind of that like yeah kind of clean manicured like robotic drum sound less where explosive you're, less brash yeah and like really just like sticking within the time signatures and like mm-hmm. you know almost feels a little inhuman. So I can see why as a drummer you're like, why am I doing this? But Totally. That being said, um, Reach Out's great. Like, the guitars are angular. Like, the the vocals still have that cool howl to it. Um, One of the other songs on the album, though, Love, is, like, to me, that's, like, an experiment that doesn't work. That's kind of, like, some skittering, like, goofy electronics. And it just doesn't, like... And some my, hand claps. My favorite kind of electronics are goofy electronics. <laughs> Did you make it to Bad Dance yet? To Bat Dance? Bad, Whoa, bad. Bat Dance. No, I mean, oh, if wow. they covered Prince's Bat Dance, that <laughs> would be my new cow. favorite song, period. Yeah. Because, um, well, actually, though, that does sound ridiculous, but they did do a cover of Boston's More Than a Feeling yep. like 20 years ago, which is astonishing. It's wow. so good. Um, but in, anyways, yeah, bad. so some, some of these songs I, I'm not that crazy about. But wait, what's Bad Dance? Is that bad? Well, I described it as like somehow related to the Monster Mash well, that's in terms great. of like where my mind that's, went, it's it's that's just top ten of all time. I don't even think it's bad, and I don't think it's good. It just falls into this space from just so surprised to hear a song like that from them. Um, so I would I would recommend listening. All right, uh, Jason, so what, what do you think? About yeah, this? Uh, I really like this album. It to me, it's you know, I I actually got in advance of this album like a long time ago. Flex. Flex. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. This is not a flex. The reason I say that is because is uh, Carrie Brownstein popped over at your house and was like, "Jason, I got this." Listen to this for you. album. I happen to be in Nutley, New Jersey. Um, no, I I I was really surprised when Janet left and basically was like, "Going, this band is going in a different direction." Because it just this album sounds like a Sleater Kinney album to me. I mean, you got you get a little bit of the St. Vincent like kind of pop shine, mm-hmm. but it just it sounds like a Sleater Kinney album, mm-hmm. uh, which is a good thing. They're one of my favorite bands, um, and I don't know. I was really surprised that uh, honestly, I could I could have seen this album like deviating way further away from sure what they had been doing. Um, and I think that would have been fine as well. I mean, they did the big comeback record with No City Slow, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have just like messed around with this this second post hiatus 
album, and they kind of didn't, but I, I'm not complaining. I think it's really good. Um, I guess just generally, like... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you, if, you know, if you're listening to this album and you're interested in, like, Sleater Kenny has one of the best discographies in all of rock to me like i yeah just, there's uh, and there's not a dud there's really not the like i, I my my basically my uh my experience with sleater kinney has been like i the woods was the first album that i heard from them um which came out in 2005 mm-hmm. and then while they were broken up i i got into the back catalog which is like hot rock and mm-hmm. one beat and they're all great. They're all so great. And then they came back with No Cities to Love. And guess what? It's really great. And mm-hmm. now they have another album. It's really great. Listen to more Sleater Kinney. I guess that that would be my advice. Just just like yeah, just do the deep more. dive. It's all it's worth it. It's just they're great. They're a great band. Yeah. Totally agree. All right. Well, let's listen to it. But before we get to that, um, I wanted to add something because, you know, if, if we're going to do the last one, this is going to be my last chance to do like a little academic literary flex. Do it. So uh, okay. so the thing I find kind of funny about so the, the title of the album is The Center Won't Hold, which is obviously a reference to The Center Cannot Hold, which yep. comes from uh, William Butler Yeats' um, oh, poem yeah. The Second Coming. But the funny thing is in that poem is the line right before The Center Cannot Hold is Things Fall Apart. Yeah. And guess what happened when they released this album? Carrie said something very Things similar. Things fall apart. Oh, really? Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Not you an original read, thought. You ever read that book? Well, the, I didn't see her say it. So. Do <laughs> you ever read, speaking of literary flexes, do you ever read Chinua Achebe's Things Fall Apart? I actually have not read that. Uh, I I know and love the Roots album based on it, but yeah. I have not read that, that there book. There you go. So. Whoops for me. What if we just start a literary podcast? <laughs> that would be I, awesome. I don't even think I would listen to that. Really? Honestly. No. Oh, that'd not. be really fun. I don't want to listen to me talk about books. Well, you wouldn't have to listen to it if you're oh, on it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I wouldn't have to listen to it. Anyway. You just be it. Anyways. Uh, all right, let's listen to it. So Slater Kinney, <laughs> reach out. Uh, after that, we will exclusively talk about literature for five hours. So stay tuned. <laughs> All right, that was New Slater Kinney. Um, next up, one of my picks. Let's do Brockhampton Boy Bye. I love this. Uh, so we have New Brockhampton song, uh, New Brockhampton album coming next week, Ginger, as in uh, based on the Instagram post, uh, you know, the 
sort of derogatory name for redheads mm. uh, is what I think at least or maybe it's at least in Britain, you know, a lot of people use that as a mm-hmm. slur. Um, but yeah, so this this is a new Brockhampton song. Uh, it's just like this is is basically why I love Brockhampton. Like this is a posse track. Like all of them are on it. Yeah, uh, they all for the most part have really great lyrics. Um, Matt Champion has a line. Pardon my French. Uh, he says, "Always got the shit like a constipated reverend." I'm like, what? Like, where where does that come from? That's but like, nice. I love it. Like, it's incredible. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I, I love like the way Bareface uh, raps. He has like this like real like laconic like moaning style um and anyways and then yeah and like you know i feel like a lot of people uh are kind of content just when there's like so many people on a track they're like you know what we'll just kind of get a like basic beat and like just rap Mm -hmm. over that uh they really like always kind of go above and beyond like so they grabbed a really interesting sample for this song uh from an iranian singer uh i'm not was not familiar with this person beforehand. I 100% went to who sampled because I was like, you know, it's obviously a sample. And I was sure. like, who the hell is this? Uh, it's it's Iranian singer Dariush. Um, and it just the, it's like this guitar, kind of staccato guitar picking sound, uh, but also with this kind of like lush, soft rock romantic balladry. It's just like a vi- and it gives the whole thing like kind of an, a little energy with the like guitar picking, Definitely. but then like a nice laid back vibe with the kind of like soft rock type element to it. So it's just like a really like crazy like inventive sample, uh, and then them you know just like spitting a variety of things so about good. constipation. Yeah, which, it's fantastic. Know. But but yeah, I mean, so what, what do you guys think about it? I love this. It's like one of the most immediately grabbing songs that I've heard in a long time, if ever. Like from this, seriously, like the beat and like the the opening verse, just the way it grabs you so fast, like you have no choice but to be on board with it really yeah and they're good at that and i can't think of the name of it but they have another song on the last album that just like like just like a siren it just like blares in your face and you're like wow i guess this is the opening track yeah the opening track i'm blanking on um um but yeah i also i love the title of this song like them like a boy band owning the boy by concept is very fun to me that's yeah i didn't even think of that Mm because i forgot that was their american boy band was their uh New Orleans is the song. Mm. Yes. Uh, uh, I liked this song. Oh. Um, I love Brockhampton. I can't wait to hear their next record. Ginger. Yeah, yeah I I don't know. Ir- uh, Iridescence from last year was my least favorite project of theirs. Uh, I remember you saying that. Yeah. And um, I, I want them to recover and, and kind of get their mojo back a little bit from the saturation uh, projects. Um so we'll see. You know, I yeah, this one is definitely in your face, but it it was a little less compelling than I wanted it to be. And uh, I I mean, I'm I'm super excited to check out this project, but you know, I uh, I don't know. All right. Wow. Well, I guess we couldn't agree on every song in this podcast. No, we couldn't. That's that's what makes must hear music crackle. <laughs> that brings the snap crackle pop to this. Oh boy, Rice Krispies treat of a podcast. Who would yeah. be who? Yeah, I would be pop. You would I'm, be crackle. Joe. I would. I feel be, like you're snap. Oh yeah, Joe would be snap. I'm you're for crackle. sure crackle. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. All right, and if we were the three bakers from Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Mm. Which one would you be? Oh, Wendell, because that's the only one I know. Yeah, it's the only name I know, too. Yeah. I don't right. even know that. We'll, we'll have to come back. I would be Toucan Sam. I would just kind of, like, come in and be like, hey. 
No, oh, yeah, you you'd be 2K and Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay would be the tricks rabbit. I can uh, see I like that. that. Oh, whatever happened to tricks? They're still I think doing they their still thing. exist. I would certainly huh. be Count Chocula. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> certainly. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm totally into that. Yeah. All this right, is anyways. fun. This okay. is fun. Yeah. yeah. Let's just have a cereal podcast. Oh my God, I would podcast. so have a cereal podcast. <gasps> oh, let's call it cereal. <laughs> and <laughs> C E R E A L. Yeah. And that's, and, every, and it's yes. just like a narrative yes, of like, like. Fruity Mummy could be a, a good I'll actually do this in my spare time. Yeah. Yeah, I would go. I would Oh my god, and the, instead this. of opening music, you just it hear just someone eat, just eating cereal. <laughs> Ugh, disgusting. Oh, so good. but it should be like a docu-series where it's like, uh, Jason saw Lindsay eating Lucky Charms that day. And me just being like, yeah, I, I was surprised <laughs> to see her eating Lucky Charms because, you know, it's her fifth favorite cereal, but I, I guess she was in the Yeah, it's actually pretty it. low down. Yeah. yeah, I mean, those marshmallows are disgusting. Yeah. Ugh. I know. Even as a kid, I was like, this is a little Actually, too Actually, as a kid, no. One of my friends, sorry, I'll keep this brief. One of my friend's parents would always buy Lunky Charms, and we were over. <laughs> you just and... said Lunky Charms, by the way. <laughs> Lunky Charms. <laughs> Which... It was the off-brand. No, oh, kidding. yeah. They, they couldn't afford the real thing. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to tell this all right, I'm, we're going to listen to this song, and if you want to tell the story, we can do it after this. Lindsay okay. had a story to say about Lucky right. Charms, but couldn't tell it right at this moment. What was she hiding? All right, Brockhampton, song is Boy Bye. Wi-Fi, keep it in the bathroom, hide it with my dry eye. Put it in the vacuum, I got love for my label. 15 million on the table, none of my niggas are stable. Need a personal connection, I just want to feel you, baby. Being sober made me realize how poorly I've been behaving, uh. My bitch is so pretty, pretty. I get cash like really, really. Next and last, uh, let's talk about ah. your pick, Lindsay. Yeah. Georgia Smith featuring Burna Boy. The song is Be Honest. Dynamic so, duo. Be Honest. What do you think about this? Let me tell you, honestly, I love this Truthfully. song. Wow. Yeah. Um, Shock. I was so excited when I heard that the two of them were going to collaborate again. Mm-hmm. I've been a big fan of Georgia Smith for a while. Um, but one of the things I've always wished is that her, she would do something more upbeat that she was the lead sure. on. Because she's done that where she's the featured artist and they're, you know, they're a little more fun and playful than the songs on her debut album. But it's nice to see this is a Georgia Smith track. She's mm-hmm. fully owning it. But it is also it's so good and like it's very danceable, which is a little new for her. Um, and Burna Boy right now is just such it's an ideal collaborator. Burning yeah. yeah, he's burning up. Um, that was the headline that we used. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh yeah, it was so nice. obvious. Um, yeah. So of course we went for it. Yeah, but it. yeah, um, I like how confident she sounds. Honestly, the production is—it's easy to imagine this being like a Drake dancehall track in some ways, and I think that's probably why it's very catchy to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah, I like this a lot, and I think what, what you said was totally right. It's nice to hear her. Um, I mean, she has an incredible voice with a lot of like soulful grit to it, mm-hmm. um, and kind of in a little more of an upbeat sound. Yeah. Although, you know, that being said, this isn't like crazy fast or anything like that. You know, right. it's still pretty chill. Um, but yeah, and I love just uh, the like kind of atu- acoustic guitar flavoring mm-hmm. uh, in the background. Uh, Burna Boy is great. Uh, he. Recently was with Beyonce on the Lion King soundtrack, yeah. his album African Giant. Uh, you know, he's a Nigerian singer-songwriter, and it's breaking through more so 
uh, than most Nigerian singer-songwriters tend yeah. to uh, into the U.S. mainstream, which is awesome. And it's a really solid album. Uh, similarly, pretty chill. Georgia is a guest on his album. Mm-hmm. They just have great chemistry. Yeah. So I'm in, I'm into this song. Yeah. Uh, Jason, what do you I don't think? really have much to add. I think Lindsay touched upon the confidence. Like, Georgia sounds fantastic on this song. Yeah. Uh, the, the collaboration is great. The song itself is great. But just to hear her kind of blooming into what she wants to become uh, is pretty compelling. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll take it. Let's cool. listen to it. Uh, Georgia Smith featuring Burna Boy's song is Be Honest. About the way your body twisting Make me lose control in this thing, boy And it's all because I'm thinking of us Don't go throw me under the bus Alright, that was Georgia Smith and Burna Boy. Uh, before we wrap up, I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, co-host past, especially original oh. co-host Erica Ramirez. Uh, so when we began this must-hear journey... Five years ago, uh, off and on, it was myself, Jason, Erica Ramirez. Uh, since then, we've had wonderful that voices. Just, that feels like so long ago. <laughs> yeah, five years ago was a long time. Oh like that's like goodness. another world, basically. Yeah. Um, Lindsay wasn't even born. I know, which yeah. is the crazy thing. Yeah. yeah, I hadn't kind of written her character yet. True. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> and other people we've had on who have been fantastic. Uh, I'm probably going to forget someone, but Natalie Weiner, Aaron Strecker, Denise Warner, Carl Lamar, Trevor Anderson, Andrew Unterberger, Tatiana Sirisano. Chris Payne? Chris Payne, I think uh, John Norris has guested. Yeah. Taylor Weatherby? Taylor Weatherby, yes. We've had Taylor Shout out on. to the entire staff. Uh, uh, who am I? I feel like there's someone else. Jeff Benjamin. Jeff Benjamin. Mm. Because yep. I've... I've Distinctly remember talking about Sheck West with you and Jeff. Oh my Jeff, god! Yes, and I remember you that. Guys you guys be like, ah, to talk what's about BTS. going on? Anyway, uh, uh, anyways, yeah. uh, but but especially thank. I mean, to both of you, really, it's it's a, a uh. pleasure and an honor. Eh, maybe honors overselling it, but a it really bit. is a delight sitting down with both of you on the mic to talk about new music. Um, and especially Jason. No offense, Lindsay, but you None know, five years is pretty decent. Uh, Lindsay, you are an essential. Edition. I mean, but really, what, three years Thanks. now at this point? Like, that's yeah, not been the season either. I do want to thank you for giving me this opportunity. I was so excited the first time I did it. Um, podcasting has been really fun, and I will miss it dearly. Yeah. Well, but there's there's wonderful stuff yes, coming down Yes, there's so the much pike. more. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, I, I love doing this. Um, I always feel like a shamble of myself in terms of entering and being on this and exiting. Like I always just kind of like, I always show up late. You guys are always <laughs> way true. more prepared than I am. Um, also true. I just am here to make dumb jokes and talk about pop music. Uh, but we need love, that. Yeah. I love doing what's, that. What's not to like about um, that? Yeah. I really enjoy spending time with you guys uh, just in general. Talking I know, about I'm music. never going to see you both again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I will, and I will say that I, before we started recording, I do want to figure out. Uh, and like Joe said, uh, there's going to be different podcasts that all three of us are on. But I, I do love doing this with the two of you, and uh, I'm hopeful that we're going to figure out something, a project for the three of us. That in the is future. very possible. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Um, but most importantly, really, thank you for everyone who listens, especially the longtime yeah. regular listeners who tweet suggestions at us uh, or corrections or literally anything. 
Uh, it really is. Uh, it means a lot that like you listen and care and reach out. So uh, feel free to keep tweeting recommendations at us. My New Year's resolution in August, as this ends, sure. is I feel like I'm so bad at like tweeting about stuff I like. So especially now that I'm not doing this, yeah. I'm making a point to tweet about songs I like. Oh yeah! More, so I really like when you tweet because it's you tweet idea. like dumb puns that I, I enjoy. It's pretty much I tweet like one dumb pun a month, and that's yeah. my Twitter presence. That's good. But anyways, uh, thank you as always for listening. Uh, this has been a delight, and stay tuned to Billboard Podcast because there is a lot of really cool stuff coming up. And uh, yeah, this is truth. All right. Have a good one. Bye. 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 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.